a Radio 191 FM podcast. Monday through to Thursday at 9.05 a.m. on the Radio 1 Breakfast Show, our resident political aficionado, John Moore, drops by to deliver bite-sized politics. From the Octagon to the Beehive, to the White House to the Kremlin, as it happens, here's your political roundup. John Moore, good morning. Yes, namaste and kia ora koutou. And today it's all about the Indian elections. So the 2019 Indian general election is underway. India is the world's largest democracy. The South Asian country has a massive 800 million plus voters. So think about that, 800 million. Lordy low. Yes, the general election is being held in seven phases from the 11th of April to the 19th of May. And both the counting and the declaring of votes will happen on the 23rd of May. Voters will elect a new Lok Sabha, which is the lower house of the Indian Parliament. The two main parties in India are the BJP, led by Prime Minister Narendra Modi, and the main opposition Congress party, led by Rahul Gandhi. The BJP is a Hindu nationalist party with links to the far-right Hindu chauvinist movement. The BJP tends to push its Hindu chauvinist ideology during elections, but is generally more moderate once in power. And the Congress is India's oldest party and led the country to independence in the late 1940s. Now, it suffered particularly badly in the last election where its presence in the Lok Sabha, or lower house, was significantly reduced. Traditionally, the Congress Party leaned to the left and its leaders were self-declared socialists. However, over the past few decades, the party has shifted economically to the right, ditching its previous promotion of big state economic planning. India runs a first-past-the-post system, similar to the UK system and what we used to have in New Zealand before we switched to MMP. Therefore, the makeup of the parliament is not proportional to the popular vote. For example, although the BJP in the last general election received only a third of the popular vote, it won a staggering 282 of the 428 seats it contested. In contrast, Congress, who won 20% of the vote, won only 44 seats. Now, a former right-wing identity politics has come to increasingly define politics in India. The most popular party, the BJP, projects it as, itself as a party of the Hindu majority. India's Muslim minority of 201 million, so still a hell of a lot of people, are often portrayed as a foreign other by Hindu nationalist politicians, and organised violence against Muslims by Hindu chauvin- chauvinists is on the increase. And even the Prime Minister Modi, when he was governor of the state of Gujarat, was implicated in uh, essentially a pogrom, a mass killing of Muslims there, and was Jeez banned. Louise. Yes, and was banned from uh, American other Western states until he became Prime Minister, and then became. Oh, good. now he's, now it's fine. Yes. Oh, good. <laughs> yes. Uh, since the BJP came to power in a historic landslide in 2014, organised attacks on Muslims have become a normal part of Indian life, and Hindu fascist-like groups will attack Muslims suspected of slaughtering cows. Now, Hindus consider the cow sacred, although it is not unheard of for more secular Hindus to eat beef. So don't believe everything you read. Right. The BJP, along with the wider Hindu nationalist movement, has been campaigning for the aggressive enforcement of anti-slaughter laws of cows. 
identity politics has led to millions of Hindu voters voting along communal and sectarian lines. However, material politics, that is economic politics, do also play a major part in determining how people vote. So some people who vote for the BJP don't do it just on the basis of its Hindu chauvinism, but because the BJP is seen as a competent manager of India's massive economy. And India has certainly gone through a period of impressive economic growth. However, if we could compare it to China, which is of a similar size and uh, started off after the Second World War at a similar economic position, India is way behind China in terms of economic growth and economic wealth, and hundreds of millions of Indians still face extreme poverty. So with economic growth slacking off and unemployment increasing, it is projected by some political pundits that the BJP's share of the vote will decrease. However, the main opposition party, the Congress party, no longer seems to know what form of politics exactly stands for and has failed to present itself as a unifying and progressive alternative to the Hindu nationalist BJP. And the decline of the Congress Party has also been put down to a single family dominating its politics, the Nehru Gandhi family. Therefore, it is predicted that the BJP will hold on to the reins of power after the votes are counted at the end of May, although their majority might slightly decrease. Right. Uh, well, watch the space. It's not surprising that you have to do it in shifts. I can't imagine uh, a that many people, let alone trying to rule them. Mm. Apparently, it's also put down to that local officers and police people are seen as corrupt and partisan. Yeah. So they they shift around basically federal officers around the country to monitor different stages of the elections. Right. Because they don't trust the locals. Uh yeah. That's um, probably, probably fair. Mm. They probably know how to run their own democracy, yes. <laughs> I've got to say. Uh, well, that's uh, all very interesting. Thank you very much, that's okay. John. That was the Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.